Hey guys, welcome to the Monkey Business Podcast. I'm your co-host Amit and along with me is Victor. We appreciate you for joining us on our very first episode. Today's episode is an interesting one about cryptocurrency. And I'm sure a lot of us have heard about cryptocurrency on either newspapers or on television. However, not a lot of us know what it actually is about and how it works. And today we will be explaining just that, as well as its advantages and disadvantages. We will also be talking about the hype and volatility behind cryptocurrency. By the end of the episode, we will try to come to a conclusion on whether cryptocurrency is actually the currency of the future or if it's just another fad which will die out in the next few years. So let's dive into deep sea of cryptocurrency. What is cryptocurrency, many of you might ask? Well, it is a very popular virtual currency. And what makes it different from paper money is one, Unlike the cold hard cash and the coins in your wallet, you can't see cryptocurrency. 2. Paper money works in the faith in the system of governments and banks, while cryptocurrency does not, as many cryptocurrencies are decentralized networks based on blockchain technology. This might sound complicated, but it is actually very simple at its core. So what is decentralized network? To understand what a decentralized network is, we must first understand what a centralized network is. A centralized network is one controlled by a central authority, for example, banks and governments. However, in this structure, people have to have trust in banks and their list of transactions, which are known as ledgers. This can be a problem when banks misuse our assets. For example, in the 2008 financial crisis, when the banks went down, everyone went down with them. On the other hand, a decentralized network is controlled by a wide network of computers around the world. All of these computers have access to the list of transactions, also known as ledgers. In a traditional financial transaction, banks on either side of the purchase record money going out of one account and into another. But in cryptocurrency transactions, there is no middleman and there is no bank. Instead, it has to be updated and verified by all computers connected to the network for it to go through. Hence, if someone tries to change and hack one ledger, it won't match the ledgers of all other computers, and hence the transaction won't go through. This makes cryptocurrency much more secure than your traditional banking system, and this concept paves the way for the future of open and traceable transactions. Hence, cryptocurrency is also difficult to regulate, and we will be diving deeper into the disadvantages of this later on. You might be wondering, Whose computers are connected to this network and why would anyone use their computer's power to maintain this global ledger? Well, I'm sure you have heard of Bitcoin miners. Bitcoin miners are people who dedicate their device's powers to maintaining this Bitcoin ledger because they receive some Bitcoin as compensation, which they can exchange for real money. This same concept applies for all other cryptocurrencies and this is how cryptocurrencies and their ledgers are maintained without a central authority such as a bank. Now, we will also be diving deeper into the other aspect of what makes cryptocurrency unique, which is the blockchain technology behind it. So what is blockchain and how does it work? Well, the general idea of it, it is very similar to cash that we use every day. Like, cash doesn't have any value in itself. It is only a piece of paper or plastic, depending on what country you're in. It is more like a record that shows you have this amount of money and it is agreed and confirmed by the government. Blockchain is simply a list of records called blocks stored on computers like a receipt you get from going to a restaurant or Walmart. 
These blocks are shared among a worldwide computer network and it is well known for their role in cryptocurrency systems to track transactions. These blocks are guaranteed secure with many kinds of protection online. So the blockchain technology itself can be imagined as a chain of blocks. In this chain, each block contains two separate codes. Firstly, each block has its own unique code, and it also has the unique code of the previous block. For example, block number 5 contains its own unique code and the code of block number 4. Similarly, block number 6 has its own code and the code of block number 5. Hence, all blocks are chained together in this fashion, and the chain goes on and on and on. Hence, if someone enters the blockchain and tries to hack or tamper with one block, they upset the whole chain because block number 5's code no longer correlates to the code block number 6 has. Hence, hacking cryptocurrency and blockchain is extremely difficult, making cryptocurrency extremely secure. So after explaining the basic idea of blockchain, now how does it work? Well, blockchain is mostly created by an important technology called cryptographic keys. It is like emails we use every day and everyone has a special email, in this case, a cryptographic key. If you want to send crypto to someone else, you will need their key just like if you want to send an email to someone, you need their email link. So where can crypto be used and what are the applications of crypto? Cryptocurrency is used to solve problems of possible bank transaction failures such as technical difficulties, transfer limits, or account hacking, like how we have stated in the 2008 financial crisis. If the bank goes down, a lot of people will go down with this bank at the same time, but this won't happen to crypto. A lot of usages for crypto include features where you can transfer money as quickly as possible, private transactions where you don't need to explain to banks why you are transferring this money. It can even replace real world cash. Some stores now even accept cryptocurrency, like travel agencies such as Cheap Air and Destinia. You can even buy Lamborghinis and Teslas with cryptocurrency. Another useful feature of cryptocurrency is the purchase of NFTs, where we will talk in detail in our next episode. So what are the advantages of cryptocurrency over paper money? Well, firstly, like we mentioned earlier, cryptocurrency is decentralized, which keeps the currency monopoly free and restrained. So nobody can determine the flow of cryptocurrency, such as how banks and governments can do so with paper money. Cryptocurrency is also more secure and private because of the blockchain technology it is based on. To enter the blockchain ledger, you have to complete difficult and complex mathematical puzzles which are extremely hard to decode. Hence, it is hard for hackers to enter the ledger and tamper with it. Transferring of funds is also convenient with cryptocurrency and more straightforward as there are no brokers, no paperwork and no interest rates. You can also transfer funds around the world instantly with no fund limits with cryptocurrency. There are also no exchange rates because cryptocurrency is a global currency. Transaction fees with most cryptos are also minimal. Hence, cryptocurrency paves the way for a more cost-effective way of transactions. So after listing so many pros about cryptocurrency, what are the downsides of it? Well, it is not accepted as a form of payment in a lot of places. And a lot of people might argue that it is more of an investment rather than an actual currency, which it is intended to be. Another big con about it is how it has this negative impact on our environment. 
As it needs advanced computers and technology, as we have mentioned earlier, cryptocurrency transactions are secure because the ledgers are updated many times on many different computers throughout the world. And this requires a lot of computing power and electricity. Using them is bad for the environment as it takes up too much energy. For example, a single transaction could take up to 1,700 kilowatts per hour worth of electricity, and it worths almost twice the monthly usage of a US household. And imagine this with hundreds and thousands of transactions throughout the world every day. Another con about it is how people can perform illegal payments using cryptocurrency as there is very little governmental regulation. Building on the safety concerns of cryptocurrency, the reason why there might be safety concerns behind cryptocurrency is because it's decentralized and like we mentioned earlier, it is extremely difficult for governments to regulate. Hence, it opens up a new avenue for terrorists and drug dealers to use as forms of payments to maybe buy guns, to buy drugs, to buy illegal substances which cannot be tracked by the government. Its volatility is also a downside to it. It is hard to predict whether the value of the currency will increase or decrease, which makes investment and using the currency very tough. You don't know if one Bitcoin is going to buy you one loaf of bread tomorrow, or buy you one Tesla tomorrow, or even one Lamborghini. Because of this, it is very difficult to spend this currency if one day it is a currency in the future. Well, the reason why cryptocurrency is so volatile is because it's a new concept which people are still trying to grasp. Hence, the price of cryptocurrency is based entirely on consumer speculation and confidence in the system of cryptocurrencies. When the confidence in the system goes up, people tend to buy cryptocurrency and the price of cryptocurrency also goes up. However, when someone notable like Elon Musk tweets some negative things about cryptocurrency, people lose faith in the system and tend to sell their cryptos, causing the price to tank. Hence, like confidence, the price of cryptocurrency is also extremely unstable. Cryptocurrency is also less liquid, which means that it's harder to exchange for paper money at any given time, which makes it less stable than regular currencies. Furthermore, the list of companies which accept crypto as payment changes on a daily basis. One day, a company may accept crypto as a valid form of payment, and the next day they may not. This applies for major companies such as Tesla and PayPal, which have an up-and-down relationship with crypto and constantly change their policy on them. This lack of consistency from these companies causes unpredictable trends in cryptocurrency as the legitimacy of crypto as a form of payment constantly fluctuates. So Victor, what do you think about the relationship between this hype and volatility? I think it's because of its volatility that's why it has so much hype around it. You? For me, I feel like the volatility is based on the hype because people's hype is unstable similar to how the price of cryptocurrency goes up and down. In my opinion, hype is built on what people perceive the cryptocurrency to be about and the faith they have in the cryptocurrency. Because cryptocurrency is still relatively new, people are just forming their ideas and their perception about cryptocurrency. Hence, when an article about cryptocurrency comes out which is good, the price of cryptocurrency normally goes up because more people start to believe in the cryptocurrency and its system. However, if someone notable like Elon Musk talks bad about cryptocurrency, people lose faith in the system and they start selling their shares in crypto, hence the price of cryptocurrency goes down. So while I see where you're coming from Victor, in my opinion, 
is the other way around where the volatility is based on the hype of cryptocurrency. That is a very good reason, but I feel like the volatility is still the main reason outside the reason you have stated. Because a lot of people are only attracted to cryptocurrency because how you can earn so much money off of it in so less time. You can get, you can, if you invest enough money into a coin, and if you're lucky enough, you can be a millionaire by the like end of tomorrow. But because of this, this is why a lot of people want to get in crypto. The reasons you have stated is also correct why a lot of people believe in the system, but I feel like a lot of people also believe in the profit, and that builds up on its volatility. I see where you're coming from, Victor, and I partly agree with you. Definitely, people see the money and are attracted to it and start investing in crypto, which gets them on the bandwagon. However, we have to keep in mind that cryptocurrency is actually meant to be a virtual currency like we mentioned at the start of the episode, rather than an investment option. Hence, once cryptocurrency is more developed and has more time, it will become a more stable form of currency like our paper money today. Hence, people will start using it to buy items rather than to invest and, you know, sell later at a higher price for paper money. Hence, I feel in the future, this will no longer be the case where the hype is built on the volatility rather than the other way where the volatility is built on the hype. Amif, I really like your idea on how crypto isn't living up to its intended uses currently where it is being used as an investment option instead of a currency where we can actually use to trade for goods and services. But do you think it can actually live up to its potential and its uh, intended purpose in the near future? And we can one day we might actually go to Walmart with cryptocurrency. Do you think it is possible? Well, Victor, in my opinion, this still remains to be seen. And I'm not 100% sold on whether cryptocurrency is actually the future of currency. However, what I can say is, in the next few years, as cryptocurrency becomes a more of a familiar topic for people, especially because the new generation is growing up learning about cryptocurrency every day because new information and easier ways to understand cryptocurrency is coming out every day. And when people start to grasp this concept more, and like how we discussed earlier about the hype and volatility, when more people start to understand and believe in this system, the prices of cryptocurrency will become more stable and it will act more like a traditional currency while retaining its benefits of being able to transfer money around the world without any exchange rates, without transaction fees. And in the blink of an eye, I feel like all these advantages will remain. And however, we will lose the disadvantage of the volatility as you know the, the price will become stable. And at the same time, I agree with the disadvantage you mentioned earlier about how cryptocurrency can take a lot of power and cause environmental damage. However, with new cryptocurrencies emerging such as Polygon, which requires substantially less electricity to run and very little gas fees, I feel like cryptocurrency can definitely adapt into slightly new technology which requires less power and does less harm on the environment, therefore retaining its advantages while shedding away some of those disadvantages. I really like your conclusion, Amit, and I really agree with your opinion. To summarize what has been said so far, we do not believe that cryptocurrency has you know, 100% certified itself as a currency of the future. However, it definitely has the potential to live up to the expectations of it being a global currency. It just needs to work on a few things such as its impact on the environment, and I feel like cryptocurrency is already headed in the right direction with the example I mentioned earlier about Polygon, which uses substantially less energy. Hence, I feel like it still remains to be seen whether cryptocurrency is truly the currency of the future. However, the prospects are looking bright. Hey 
guys, thanks for joining us for the very first episode of the Monkey Business Podcast. We truly appreciate your support for tuning in. If you have any suggestions for us to improve, please let us know. If you enjoyed this episode on cryptocurrency and would like to see more related topics, please let us know in the comments on our Instagram page or on Spotify. Thanks and see you in the next one. Thank you.